You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other places you can find podcasts, my G. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, we review Mortal Kombat. I review Generation Hustle. Millennial work ethic fashion gotta stop. The Derek Chauvin aftermath. New music from Moneybag Yo, and much more. People have good intentions and they think that's enough. They'll say shit like, um, yeah, I mean, I learned from it. I know I scammed a lot of people out of money and I ruined their lives, but I learned from it. I'm like, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I do not give a fuck that you learned from shit. You cost me. You learned from it. Bro, you cost me racks, bro. Like, nah. My allergy fucking up my bitches ain't. I just bought a crib next to mine, bought a shark tank. I just turned a clear color, pop the dark pink. I might turn the top of my crib to a skating rink. I might break a bitch and her friend for double C's. Rat niggas been getting money, but not like me. I rolled up in six black bins like Easy E. Bitches always sneezing cause they know it's get out of my beat. Said I'm in love with many bitches, but not like Reed. Niggas hate we getting riches, they can suck my D. 11 11 gon' make your wishes. Me and Sway top three. And we not three Bitch said I'm living like a wizard This ain't DC I hate catfish I wanna fuck with Hassan on G I told this bitch we just friends It's like beer's my key Would've thought I had a nose ring Cause all eyes was on me I ain't even pressed I already fucked with the M's in the chest I'm already up My big bros be psychos They already nuts There's plenty love to go around All the money get touched I'm a first class nigga I can't settle for less Fuck a friends off a of hello As soon as we met I ain't thought the bitch out Cause she wasn't the type But I had to now listening to Volume 163 of the Bucket Up Podcast Here with your boy Ty Doyle A.K.A. DJ Buttersauce A.K.A. Ty Monte, A.K.A. your mom called me over Just to, you know, chill, relax, massages, all that type of shit And I'm here as always with the homie The kid JB in the background shuffling, what's good? Yeah, what's good, man? You know, OCD in the mix It's me, the kid JB Could have been right last week A.K.A. Mr. Told You So, not because I'm always right, but when I'm right, I got a hankering, an itching, a feeling. I was right. Puff Armstrong, as we're lifting legally, medicating legally, and herbally, and locally. And uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, Happy to be here, touchdown on the Bucket Up podcast, my home base, you know what I'm saying? My therapeutic output to the universe, but more importantly, how's my guy, DJ Butter? Uh, I'm good, bro. I'm just chilling. Um... Another week, you know, I, <laughs> same old, same old, but you know, people say that shit and it don't really be the same old, same old, but nah, it's been pretty much the same shit. I had a, an okay week. There was some ups, there was some downs, but we here, we chilling. What's good, bro? I'm cool, man. Uh, you know, I've been on top of my hydration tip. I know I told the buckets a couple of weeks ago, I scared myself not drinking enough water, puking. It's a real, it's a real game out here. So just been, uh, sipping that H2O. Um, but yeah, nah, it's getting hot in Arizona, so it is what it is. I scheduled my vaccine, uh, appointment oh, shit. this Tuesday. Um, you know, I'm excited because, you know, it's science 
and uh, you know, one step closer to you know back to normal. But then a lot of me is very sad, man, because <laughs> I loved quarantine, and I'm a big fan of team stay home and shutdown orders and lockdowns. So, you know, that's great. Although I'll be vaccinated, I'll still be at the crib. So all the only difference now is I'm welcoming guests. You know, vaccinated guests. There you go. Um, but yeah, nah. Uh, other than that, man, um, the week was kind of chill. You know, Monday through Friday grind. Uh, work was whatever. Uh, but, you know, it was cool. The bucket saw. We did a little production value type on Friday for Crumble Cookies. We did like a cookie review, which was really cool. And it was fun to do, man. Yeah. I-, I will say it gave me vibes of uh, take them back to public school when you know you're going to your friend's house off the bus. And you got that like permission slip, like, oh, I get to go to Jimmy's house off the bus or whatever. Uh, and you look forward to the whole week. That's how I was looking forward to Friday, being like, you know what, work's type boring, but me and Ty got this work to put in, so that was fun. Oh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. It was funny doing the Instagram Live, because I'm pretty sure we'd never done an Instagram Live before, so I know people jumped in like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> Did they hit the button by accident? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and, I, you know, I'm not a... You know, we're not. I don't think I'm a big Instagram Live person. You're not a big Instagram Live person. But you know, we're doing it for the brand. We, you know, we wanted to d- review these cookies and get it. You know, a video to y'all. Um, shouts to Crumble Cookie, obviously, for the voucher uh, for hooking us up with that sh- with the cookies and stuff like that, so we can review them. I think we had a fun time doing it. Make sure y'all check that out on Instagram. Uh, you know, see how it go. But yeah, if you got a, if you got a Crumble Cookie around you, like. I feel like they're all over the place at this point. Now. Yeah. And, like, you know, we're not, you know, they're not our sponsors yet, but, like, we're the homies with them. So we're just going to be like, oh, you went there? Cool. Like, you know, we don't need to, we're not going to twist your arm to go there, but if you went there, no, no. you know, good on y'all. Um, yeah. I know people were hitting me up, like, I'm the cookie plug already. They're like, yo, let me get one. I was like, uh, doesn't work like that quite yet, but I'm working up to it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, nah, it was fun, man. Shouts to them. Um, shouts to our account manager, Briley. Um, she, uh, you know, been communicating back and forth, and they crumbles was looking at my Instagram story even when I didn't tag them. So I was like, "Yo, they really on us," you know. And uh, so yeah, it's, it's cool, man. Uh, I was excited for that. And then, you know, the long await of a movie that you know we're gonna give a tease of a tease because we're gonna flesh it out. You know, what I'm saying on uh throughout Bucket Up Media through Stream Chasers, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give uh, the people who also watched it. You know, a little bit in that we could talk about it, hash it all out. But we could, we're gonna give y'all the regular bucket up review of this joint. The the joint I think a lot of people been been waiting for for I guess since Godzilla versus King Kong is uh, is Mortal Kombat, bro. You watched it. I know you said you watched like part of it on Thursday night. You like stayed up for it, but I, I'm assuming you just you couldn't. You couldn't do the whole thing. Well, so I think Wednesday night or something, they released seven minutes, the first seven minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was hip to that because somebody already leaked that on uh, YouTube. So I like watched mm-hmm. the first 14 minutes repetitively, if you will. And uh, I'm watching that. And then, yeah, then I was like, you know what? Thursday, I got my uh, other podcast, the Intel football podcast. And I was like, I get back around 10 I was like, yeah, I could stay up and watch it. I was hoping they would do some East Coast, East Coast joint where they like dropped it at on nine o'clock East Coast time, you know, like Arizona time, and then East Coast would be midnight. But nah, they were just tough with it. So stayed up till midnight, and I watched. Yeah, I watched like I'd say thirty minutes of it, and I'm starting to fight tiredness. And I'm like, uh, you're at that stage where you're like, 
you're only just like watching it to try and stay up. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know, drifting on it, on and off. So yeah, uh, watched it for thir- first thirty minutes. But I was like, yo, this is ill. So I got excited knowing that Friday I'd be able to watch it. And I avoided all the spoilers and stuff, uh, you know, on social media Friday day. But yeah, then watched it Friday night, man, after our cookie review. And I actually watched it with my brother. We tried doing, like, one of those digital parties, like, digital. Oh, did they got that for HBO Max? I know they got that for Disney Plus now and for Netflix. I don't know what the... They got that for HBO Max now. I feel like HBO Max went on top of it, so I don't know. So we did the humble Burke brother version where we just <laughs> Instagram chatted each other and just muted our mics and then watched the movie. Mm, and uh, okay. it wasn't as efficient. I would, like, tap in every 10 minutes and be like, that was cool. Mute the mic again. And then, <laughs> like, point to the screen, like, yo, not knowing where he was at and just being like, I hope. So you got it. Yeah. So. You gotta get the party, bro. Yeah, the, I don't know. If we got. I don't. We gotta get HBO Max. I get on that. Yeah, yeah, true. They gotta call it like HBO Max and relax or something. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Max and relaxing. But yeah, I, I pretty much did the same thing. I watched it after um, we did the cookie review uh, later in the day. Katie went to bed kind of like nine ish, ten ish. So it was just me and Mari chilling. Um, you know, doing daddy daddy daughter time, and I, I had Mortal Kombat on. <laughs> In the background, obviously you can't retain anything right now. So you're like, yo, you 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 could be Sonya, Mari. You could be Sonya. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's obviously very very violent. Um, but yeah, we can we can get into reviews, bro. What, how do you feel about the movie? What what are you at on it? So shouts to the homies, nostalgia be damned. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I I don't know if they've touched the '90s movie. They should have if they haven't yet. But they should jump on that. But that movie, mm-hmm. I that's what I grew up on the '90s movie where like it was about the video games the tournament. Mm-hmm. So a lot of nostalgia came into it. You know, keep in mind, I really thought that they were doing the whole like um nostalgia tip cuz that they've been doing that with like, you know, Mortal uh, what's that called? Uh, Ghostbusters and Space Jam and these mo- mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry and like all- so I thought it was going to be an ode to that. Uh this movie so You thought it was going to be more of a reboot like of- doing the exact same movie but like in the, but like now, yeah, not well. I don't say the same exact movie, but I was gonna. I thought it was gonna be Super Nintendo, but it was more for like the the Playstations and the Xbox Mortal Kombat's and like the Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. 10s and you know Next Realm and all the ones that I actually haven't yeah, played. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> no, nah, I mean I went into it, you know, being really excited. I am you know a big karate movie fan. I'm into kung fu and martial arts. You know, obviously this is the extreme, same. like you know, mortal, get you know. Uh, graphic you know very gory version of that so it's cool um i read up on the story a little bit but yeah i mean overall i thought it was good i liked it i gave it four out of five buckets three and a half out of five buckets um (laughs) my my funny analysis on it man is uh they did some they were pretty lazy with the character development um and i was laughing really hard because you know hey we dismantle racist tropes and stereotypes here on the pod, but can you admit that for two countries like Japan and China who spend their entire lifetime individualizing themselves and explaining how they are completely different, they did a horrible job of making it seem like Chinese and Japanese people understand exactly what they're saying just because they're speaking their languages. Sub-Zero... Did they? Sub-Zero is Japanese and Scorpion is Chinese 
and they were speaking in their native tongues, and they both didn't understand a damn thing. And for them, they really set the stereotype back of making it seem like, yeah, see, they're the same thing when they're completely different uh, countries. And he even, Scorpion said that. He said, I know you can't understand me, but you'll remember this face. And it's like, then why are you talking, bro? Like... (laughs) (laughs) I was say, see, I thought it was the opposite because they made it clear that it's like, they're talking a different language. So it was like, Scorpion didn't even understand what Sub-Zero was even talking about. I think Sub-Zero can understand Japanese a little bit because he he spoke in it when he was was talking to... uh, uh, Scorpion's family, and not not a spoiler because that's like the first. Well, one. I think I think okay. So my bad. No, uh, Sub Zero's Japanese. I, I got I said it reverse. Sub Zero's Japanese, and no, 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 no. no? I had, oh, I had it right. Sub-Zero's Chinese. Oh, Sub Zero's Chinese. Sub Zero Chinese and what's the name Japanese. Okay. So, yes. Uh, so like I think Sub Zero can understand some Japanese, but I don't think I don't think Scorpion can understand Chinese. So which I say I didn't I didn't really think of that angle of it. But yeah. So I thought that was pretty like uh, I think careless of them, and mm-hmm. I also thought it was funny when. So not a spoiler because this was in the trailer, but when Scorpion says "Get over here," where did he learn English? Mm-hmm. He didn't speak English. <laughs> All movie, but now he knows exactly what it means and when to say it. Yeah, say it. Yeah, like I feel like they and they were okay. So we could get into. I don't. We don't have to. Obviously, we won't spoil anything. But I, I would give it like maybe like a two point eight out of five bucket hats, and mainly because like the plot is like it's bad. The plot is bad, but I didn't show up for the plot. It's honestly, it's the exact same feeling that I had watching um, Godzilla versus King Kong. As in, like, I showed up to watch Godzilla and King Kong fight. So, like, whatever y'all was doing around that, I wasn't that interested in anyway. But then then that when, it, when I was like, oh, the plot is kind of nonsensical. But I'm like, I don't really care because I just cared about the fights and those are cool enough. So I'm like, yeah, this is a cool movie just because the, the thing that I showed up for was good. So this is the same exact thing. Like, if you're a Mortal Kombat fan... Like you've been playing, like me. Even if you're just, you know, if you're Jesse and you played in the '90s, or you're you've been playing the recent ones, where it's like the the graphics are so crazy and it's more gruesome. But like, if you play any of these recent Mortal Kombat games, you know that like the plot of those are absurd. It's like fucking like gods of gods and like fucking weird realms, and it's like a like there's no like rhyme or reason to any of the shit. They just they're just making shit up so you can just fight each other, and that's literally what this movie was. They were making shit up and just getting you to fight scenes, and the fight scenes were cool, and that's literally all I showed up for. Like I showed up to watch fucking Sub Zero cut somebody's blood out their body, freeze it, and then stab them with it. That's what that's what we was here for. And so that's the thing that I'm like, okay, so that was cool, and that's what I wanted. Everything else was kind of, mm, the main character, somebody said the main character was a my player, but, <laughs> which is hilarious, but, like, and so, like, there, it obviously it had flaws in the movie, but, you know, all the fight scenes were good, and that's, and I think the the plot was okay enough, the whole, the whole movie was okay enough for them to make the sequel. But I feel like this whole movie felt like a prelude. You know what I mean? I, f- like it, 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 I feel that 
similar to the Marvel Universe movies, there's a lot of one-off movies that people thought it was shaky, and then they go back, and now they're big fans of the Marvel connection. They're like, oh, wow, this is an important part. So I think I'm going to give it its defense that it may come back to be like, oh, wow, this was important, or these things. Because Mm -hmm. they did... uh, touch on a lot of little things about these different realms and how there's different you know when you die you go different places and when you and when you win a championship you go different places and then in between you go different places and like they have to unravel that you know and then um they you know there was teases to little things of like when uh when when you played the video game and stuff and you know, I, I I liked it enough to like you said. I think to, the bridge it to to get us to the next point, right? To a next one, yeah. yeah. And I think that hopefully, again, I don't think they can make the second movie. Probably can't be on the same level as this movie. The second movie gonna have to be better than this for them to get a third movie. But like, I think they did enough to get another movie. And I and like they obviously did a lot. They were balancing like making sure they did the, the they made sure they did the fight scenes first, and that was important. But then they also wanted to, like, sprinkle in game stuff. So, like, they made sure they were sprinkling in, like, oh, fatalities. And that's why they did the commote, get over here. You know what I mean? They were sprinkling in. Now, even if it felt a little out of place and corny, like, they were making sure they were getting in the stuff that gamers liked. And, you know what I mean? And so I, I get that in terms of, like, buying for their audience and, like, the, the target audience. But, yeah, you got to make sure that's a – they got to show it up a little bit. But, yeah, I – I would say if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. And it's on HBO Max. I think that's the thing, too. Like, I'm probably less mad about it because I saw it on HBO Max. Maybe I, if I went to the movie theater, thought I had a different feeling about it. You know? Oh, like, yeah. Paying the money to go to the movies or whatever. I'm probably throwing my popcorn if I'm going to the theater, to be real. <laughs> and then also, I wonder, every nowadays I keep watching movies and TV shows, and I'm I'm, like, left wondering, like, how much COVID probably affected like how they can shoot and do shit, like because I, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about it on here. We're gonna talk about it on the main pod, but like uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is like a big Marvel show right now, and I, I think the the show, the season overall was pretty good, but I think the last episode, even though I thought it was good, you can see where COVID protocols affected it. You know what I mean? And you could tell the shows, you could tell a show or a movie that was affected by this. So I don't, I don't know how much of Motor Combat they filmed sans uh covid protocols or i don't know how much i don't know if they shot this like after everything went down yeah or whatever um i probably should look into that i could just google it i know that's like a probably like oh it's just a fucking podcast we could definitely google it but i'm I'm thinking that they made that shit in covid so it's like you could tell because it's like they, they there wasn't like a lot of like set pieces where there were like a bunch of people you know what i mean right it was kind of just like close to the crew like it seemed like a very intimate like kind of setting in the movie so i think that that was affecting it and i think that might make it better in the future because we won't be dealing with this shit you know what i'm saying i mean i'm still cool on hbo max even post pandemic you know what i'm saying yeah i don't think they're gonna do it anymore yeah yeah, yeah i know but nah so uh yeah now nah, it's cool and then you know there obviously it's the internet in the world so there's you know a body of people that hate the movie and i i i feel you i understand you i i hear you my children you know and it's cool but um yeah all in all legitimate critiques yes but legitimate but also like you got like i'm also y'all didn't make a movie so shut up type thing like you know <laughs> th- there's layers you know what i'm saying but uh it was cool um 
Yeah, my bad, man. I was just really anxious about that. Bro, you know we got a sponsor for that. Oh, that's right. Sunday Scaries. Wonder, wonder. I could use promo code Bucket Up and get 20% off my total. Why am I bugging, man? Yeah, bro. And anybody can do that. Anybody listening to our show, they put it in the promo code Bucket Up. They can get 20% off of any of the gummies, the unicorn jerky, and... They got some oils you can drop, too. Yeah, you're right, man. I'm bugging. Once again, promo code Bucket Up for 20% off your total. There was a TV review real quick I wanted to give. Um, I watched it on HBO Max as well. It's called American Hustle. And it's actually, there's a lot. So there's definitely... Uh, oh, wait. Is that the one where they just got scammers? Yes. And <laughs> I saw the, like, TJ6 is on there. He's like a rapper and he just raps about, like, fucking making fake credit cards and scamming shit off the dark <laughs> web, bro. Right. So yeah, go ahead. there's an episode that I watched about these photographers that got hustled into getting these, like, you know, famous exotic photography jobs that are scams that get you to fly out you know, in crazy places, Indonesia and out far as fuck. And they pay you like, oh yeah, we're going to deposit 15K. It's like Firefest, but for jobs, right? And they talk about, we're going to put you in this villa and you're going to, and then we're going to pay you 15K. They get there and the communication gets cut off. You know, their emails get bounced, all the horrible things, right? But this led me to like a, you know, a, a, a wrongful shaming of millennials, right? Because what happened is there's this... I don't under I don't I, I I do understand it because you know we live in a gig economy and um you know the people before us kind of fucked shit up to the point where like we can't live off one income anymore right like you have to kind of put yourself in so many different buckets to just get a chance right and that's there's this there's this and there's this knowledge and working understanding of that and this like. Oh, well, if you want money in this world, you better earn it, right? But then at the same fucking time, which I don't like, dude, is there's like this bashing of the work ethic, right? And being like, oh, let me guess, you're, you have a podcast. Or, oh, let me guess, you're a rapper. Like, like as if us trying to rise above is a bad thing when they know our economy is not strong enough to just rise up in one career path. So when you do put yourself, it's like, oh, let me guess, you're an actor. Oh, let me guess, you sing. Yes, it's careers that we're trying to pursue that we're told and we know are not handed to you right so with that there's this like double balance of being like hey you you photographers like just give it up you're not going to be a photographer go get an office job at the same time there's like all right bro you guys probably should have done your research a little bit better before you flew out to indonesia and just took the strength off somebody's word that you're going to get a direct deposit. So there's a balance, right? So I'm not with bashing millennials because they're trying these careers and trying these different, like, avenues. But I do... Yeah. I I, I, I think... Yeah. I'm with you in terms of, like, not bashing them. But, like, I'm bashing people who are, like, doing scam jobs. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's Uh, what I'm saying. If you got got, that's, you know, that's that. Yeah, it's not you. But, like, I know, you know, it's like, obviously, it sucks that we have to... The the main thing we should be bashing is obviously the like the fact that our our capitalism, like capitalistic system, sets it up to where like people feel like they need like side hustles right. to make ends meet and to live or like live like a little bit above like paycheck to paycheck. Like that's the problem. But also, like there are some jobs that I'm okay with you like making fun of. Like you know what I mean. Like if somebody is in a Ponzi scheme, like obviously 
that sucks for them, but like, you know what I'm saying? I don't like don't come at me trying to get me to buy some shit to sell to somebody. <laughs> yeah, no, that's you know right, I mean? right. But I also twofold about our economy is our economy is so shitty and and we're working so much that we actually don't have much luxury time to do these things that we enjoy. Yeah, I don't know how people in like out here trying to do these side hustles because it's like I feel like I don't got time for that. But what I'm saying though is like so if, if somebody's like. Hey, can you help me raise money for my podcast, my brand? I want to be able to do it. They're just creating separation for themselves to be actually to do it, right? Whereas, like, mm-hmm. if 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 they could live off of a one income, then the downtime they have would be spent just coloring or or painting or rapping or podcasting, and they wouldn't be promoting it as much because the need to succeed is not as high because they know, like, oh, this is my this is my side, this is my hobby, right? But Unfortunately, we live in a gig economy that you you it's like if you have time to do a hobby that means you have money and you've you've already made it right and it's like you it's like wow you're waste you're exchanging your downtime for like shit that's bringing you nothing like you're not in a financial position to to you know relax and stuff like we're on this we're we're in this we're in this constant um push for working more and stuff and like having to like meet the status quo of like trying to earn own a house or or um, you know, advance or something like it's frustrating. So, with that, I, I I think there's that balance. You gotta do your research and not get hustled. But there's no shame in wanting to pursue a career outside of your nine to five. You know. No, I'm with you. I was just more going off because I like know the people in these episodes are like people who are scammers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like it sounds. It almost for a second sounded like you were just defending people scamming. It's like yes, there's a reason oh no why no they they're trying to scam people because they feel like they have to. That's how everything is, right? People don't sell drugs because it's fun. <laughs> no, no, I'm defending my bad. They need money. No, no, but these for these photographers were not scammers. These photographers were not scammers at all. That's what I'm trying. to They they were just they got paid. They thought they were getting paid to go do shoots, photography shoots. I'm saying I feel bad for them because there's this people that are coming down on them, being like, "Hey, like I know you got scammed and you got lied to and you flew out to Indonesia for no reason, but you should know better and you should just get a give up on your photography dream." And it's like, no, I just shouldn't get hustled by people scamming me. Like that's yeah, you all yeah, it's like twofold. You should, people shouldn't try to scam you, but also you you should probably know not to fly to indonesia <laughs> right right but like i'm saying if i if you were a football player and i'm like hey i got a football team come pay me 500 bucks and come and then i lie and i just take your 500 bucks and then someone's like hey bro maybe you shouldn't play football it's like no that's not my mistake yeah, somebody's that's not, sca- yeah that's not the takeaway yeah. that's what i'm saying is people are trying somebody scam me people yeah. are taking away that all oh, millennials that's all they're trying to do is become famous or photographer it's like no they're passionate Why do you think people are trying to do that right yeah. that's yeah, what i'm saying not to go back and circles but yeah it's like people think they have to do that because that's the only way to right like, right be fulfilled and make money it's like you see these people youtubers and shit making money it's like why do you think people are doing that shit because it's like regular day-to-day job shit is is like garbage for most people so no i'm with you i get you i i would it's just the the scamming of it all is still just very funny to me you know yeah dude and um i i also think like um, <laughs> there's <laughs> there was like a Ponzi scheme thing where like this kid just did not learn his lesson, dude. Like, and you know how we talk about people have good people have good intentions and they think that's enough. They'll say shit like, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I learned from it. I know I scammed a lot of people out of money and I ruined their lives, but I learned from it. I'm like, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I do not give a fuck that you learned from shit. You cost me. Glad you learned from it. Bro, you cost me racks, bro. Like, nah. Glad you giving people personal pain. Yeah, I'm saying. So it's it's fun documentary, man. Okay. Fun documentary. And then lastly, man, um, Mighty Ducks. It took five episodes, but I finally realized this show's not for me, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Let me tell you. I never watched it. it but I'm like, okay, but I think it's for kids, bro. It is, but do me a solid and watch episode like two and three. That shit's funny. But five, bro. They, uh, man, like the, I just I was like, ah, I'm old. Like it was that moment. Um, the kids, mm. the kids are at lunch, right? And they're like. Hey, um, I know we're not friends like that. They're on the hockey team, but they're like, one's popular, one's nerdy. And they're like meeting each other in class. And they're like, hey, do you think we could like, and I thought they were going to be like study together, hang out. They go, hey, do you think we could like record a TikTok together? And I was like, oh my God, that's like the form of acceptance in this world. So then they do a TikTok together. Then like she doesn't post it. And then she's like, are you ashamed of me? And I was like, yeah, the show, this is not the Mighty Ducks. Um. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah it's a- mighty ducks now bro that's the whole see i think it's funny because i feel like this happens all the time every time there's some show from like our childhood or somebody else's childhood that they reboot with a new like new age spin this happens that was it did that so raven i don't know what it's called like raven's home and fucking girl meets world and all this shit it's like bro it's never gonna be what we what it was before because it's not actually for us it's like it gets us excited to show our kids to watch it. That's it. it can, but it's still going to be like what the shit that our kids like because ultimately it's a kid's show. You know what I mean? So, of course, they're going to have a TikTok plot because that's what kids are on right now. You know? Right, right. So, uh, I was just like a little upset because I was like, I thought we had an understanding, Muddy Ducks. Like, I thought we, I was riding out with y'all. So, yeah, so those are the TV show reviews, man. Um, I'm really excited for, or not excited, but looking forward for Insecure to come back. I've been watching reruns. Um, who knows when that's going to I know. Season, I think they're filming right now. Season four is really funny, though, so I, I like that one. I've been rewatching that. Um, and then, yeah, movies and just, I, just been showing. I don't know what the next HBO Max movie is. I don't even I don't even know. I feel like those were, like, the big ones before we got the big ones. I don't know what's coming up next. Oh, well, I just got an email. They pushed back James Bond until 2020, 2025. No, just kidding. No, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but also, what? Nah, 2022 or twenty. 2021 October I think. Yeah, it's coming out in October. But I mean, it looking it's looking like with vaccines it's just going to be people going to be in theaters, but I, I don't fucking know who knows. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know though, yeah. but um yeah, no, nah, I mean that was that on the movie tip. Um
you gotta act like that You've been changing I think it's your surroundings Hating when you talk like that Why you gotta act like that Ricochet, fuck it from the back Toxic lovers, that's that Okay, um, no good way to kind of uh, segue into this but this week obviously we had the Derek Chauvin trial come to an end um you know we got word on Wednesday that they were they deliberated after like pretty much a, like less than a day I think that the jury did and uh they came back and they um pretty much uh charged my man guilty on all counts um and and then we obviously seen the Twitter react the the social media reaction we had a lot of people on all spectrums of it you know you got the right wingers being like I seen where people saying wow shit like this is a terrible day for America like bro did we watch the same video <laughs> like yo come on dog uh all right um I saw or or or, or I saw um oh I guess now criminals are gonna get away with everything I was like did you see what he got away with. <laughs> That's getting away with. We need to define get away with. Yeah, that's the wildest getaway in history, bro. I don't know what he got away as. He got away. Come on, man. So, that's, yeah, you got that. And then, obviously, people who are, like, kind of celebrating it, even though it's like, you know, a you know, man is dead. So, it's like, it's not really much to celebrate. You know what I mean? And then you got, you know, Nancy Pelosi out here talking about some. He, <laughs> he like, he sacrificed his life for a better cause and it's like he didn't sacrifice shit he was just living his life and somebody took it bro yeah i okay so i'm not trying to defend her but i understand like exactly it's like how you could try to have your heart in a good place but it's all about the delivery and the message it's like you know your intentions may be pure but that doesn't matter you know what i'm saying like yeah like you gotta someone you gotta be able to vet that somebody gotta tell you that's not right bro um you can't give people this after the fact glory like oh man well you know he did all this good now it's like no that's not the takeaway from this you know no. um I, there was uh i think i don't know who said it um shannon sharp or somebody said uh justice comes before the bullet not after you know and that's mm-hmm. the one thing it's like yo like like i think you said it really good too it's like it's more relief than uh, yeah. Than like how would, you know excitement or whatever. Yeah, we get into it. Like, how are you feeling like before and right after? Like, what was your like? You go. I'll I'll tell you about mine's after. But um, was, how were you? I thought they. I honestly, I thought they were gonna get him on some like very. I thought he was gonna get not guilty, not of all of them. I thought they were gonna charge him with one of them, and like manslaughter. Or something. something. Well, unfortunately, I thought they were gonna charge him with something that was like that the the lightest one, and I thought it was gonna be problematic, you know. But um. No, I was happy it got guilty. Uh, I, our boy uh, Shane SPN said it was funny. Uh, his face when they said guilty looked like when you. Oh, he looked surprised. When you he did not think he was going to jail, bro. When your debit card gets declined, you're like, "Rip mine, really? <laughs> like I could have sworn. Like, no, that must be a mistake. I could have sworn <laughs> I just deposited eighteen dollars on there. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no. Nah, so I, I mean, I'm. So, dude, like that's I, I take pride in. Um, knowing my time and place in, in this world and the society. And I also like, I was really at, at uh what's that called? Like humbled because I was just kind of like, this is not my victory right now. You know, like this is the world. Like I, I, I'm a black lives matter ally. I'm, you know, I rock with black lives, but also like, 
I, I wanted this to be like a celebration amongst the black community first. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, this is like, I know this is like an emotional shit where it's like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, I don't, I don't want to take the glory from something that like, I get what you mean. You, it wasn't about you. So you were kind of just like chilling on the sidelines, but it is like, about, well, see, that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm, it's, I, it isn't, it isn't. it isn't right. I'm saying it's like, it's only, I only want to help. I don't want to take any credit or anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's right, like right, when, right. The, when the good shit happens, I want it to just be like, you know, like, yeah, Hey, yeah, like yeah. I just helped. I wasn't like, Oh, thanks to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's hard to explain because like you just want to help in a situation like that. But yeah, I was relieved. I was hype, man. I was fucking out here like, bro. Like, I I was excited. I was I, I was loving the the reactions, the dancing, you know, the fucking, you know. But at the same time, dude, I was really upset because it made me really sad that like that's like the bar in our country. You know, it's like we're asking, we're like, wow, dude, like we charged a murderer with murder, like. It took us a it took us a year to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the part that made me really upset. You know? Yeah, I yeah I would say before it was definitely awful because it's like we got word that the the decision was coming down like an hour before, and so I'm at work just trying to work after like you know somebody texts me in our group checks and was like yeah they said they about to do the, the decision, and so I'm like fuck now I'm like you know I'm like I'm like working but still like check in to see like if the shit came down yet because it's like you know what i mean and i I feel like i had like a pit in my chest like thinking about it because it's just like i like i too pretty much i didn't assume but i think a little of me thought that they were going to get them on something but i didn't think i was like i didn't think they were going to get them on all accounts i thought it would probably be like said like the manslaughter and like he'll get like 10 years or some shit for for this shit, and so I, I thought they were gonna. F- I ain't know how they were gonna do it, but I thought they were gonna some way like do something to kind of like fuck this over. And which and, they, and and let's not get ahead of ourselves. They still can because even though he was found on all accounts, you know what I mean. They're still they still got to do the sentencing, and so like you know depending on his judge, his judge can be on some bullshit and try to give him like the lowest amount of sentence possible. For each thing, which I mean, that still would be pretty hard to do because, you know, three counts of murder and a manslaughter charge, like he's still going to do like big time regardless, even if they try the fuck shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you know, uh, but like still like that's, you know, that's a part of it. Um, but yeah, no, it, you know, I had that. And then once it came down, it was kind of it was more relief. I wasn't like happy. I wasn't excited. I wasn't like I was just kind of like, OK, I'm relieved because one you know like you know he should like he should go to jail like that this is what should happen and then also it was more just like i like they're really feeling like what was gonna happen after the fact because like people were gonna fuck shit up again and i don't i don't care about honestly i don't care about people going out on the streets and like fucking shit up again but it's like when that shit happens people get hurt you know what i'm saying like we saw it like when people were doing the protests like they were fucking people up out there. People were dying, like you know what I mean, like. Uh, and I'm and by they I mean like the police. They were fucking people up out there. You know what I mean? Rubber bullets and shit, bro. And this was just gonna get worse. So you know there was a sense of relief in that way, and I don't know why because I feel like we're just living in a cycle. At some point, there's gonna be another like you know right after this happened, there was another thing where you know a 16 year old, 17 year old girl called the cops because she was getting jumped in, in Columbus, Ohio. And, you know, she had the knife. It's a, And it's it's a stand-your-ground state. 
which everybody knows the stand your ground rules. And she, I guess she grabbed a knife to protect herself and the cop showed up and saw her with the knife. Like she was about to stab the person. And it's like, yeah, I get it. She was going to stab the person, but like your first instinct shouldn't always be to shoot people, man. You know what I mean? Like you have a taser for a reason. And the self-defense rules don't apply to black people. You know that. It don't. But, and it's like, if it was, if it was all white people, like homeboy wouldn't have had his gun out when he when he rolled, and he would have said he that, have and he would have said, "I didn't because it's a stand your ground state." I would, yeah, and, exactly. Like she, he wouldn't have shot this like person if it was a white person, even if they stabbed somebody. And like we know this because white white shooters literally mow down kids in fucking schools and shoot up people and like come out of it. They don't. They just this person literally just murdered multiple people, and their first instinct isn't to kill them. Why is that? You know what I mean? Why is it different when it's when it's a black person because they look like a perceived threat, didn't do anything yet, but it's when it's somebody we know for a fact is a murderer, like it has no issue shooting literally anybody. They, they yeah, they hesitate. That, right. That they hesitate. Yep. But uh, you know what I'm saying? A 16-year-old with a knife, you you your first instinct is to unload the clip on it. Especially when you know I mean? all I hear about is like guns versus knives. It's like the knife doesn't shoot, so it's like Bro, if you have a gun and she yeah. has a knife, you should be able to defuse m- multiple things. She didn't lunge at the cop with the knife. She lunges at the girl that he was trying to stop. You don't need to shoot her four times. I can imagine, and this is, bro, I'm not trying to justify shooting somebody. You could shoot the detain. You could shoot somebody in the foot. You could fucking shoot in the air to scare somebody. Like, but there's excessive, excess, excess. Right, and, and I hear, and you see ex- all excess. this. Excess. All the things we bring up, like, I'm like, people are like, oh, he, he saved that other girl's life. And it's like, did he though? How do you know that? How do you know what she was gonna stab in the girl? How do you? He's a cop. They're already there on the scene. The girl gets stabbed. Yes, yeah, she got stabbed. But then they bring an ambulance. They probably saved that girl's life because it's a fucking kitchen knife. And then it's like, what is the what is the least amount of damage right there? Some one person getting stabbed and being okay, or you murdering somebody to prevent a stabbing? Like, what is the what is the least amount of damage in that situation? And the arguments, you know I mean? the arguments to- topple themselves because they say things like, "We didn't know what they had when they shoot and kill somebody." But then this part, they're like, "She had a knife," and it's like, "Okay, so where goes the we didn't know what they had argument?" And then if you know you have a knife, exactly. don't tell me that you're trained to not put battle somebody with a knife when you have a gun bro you're already fucking winning yeah. so like all these arguments that i get oh education oh so <laughs> and you got a taser bro yeah like, you can't a taser in itself is, is those nah nah we're not doing tasers ty because the taser right now is the mcdonald's ice cream machine it's under construction because Apparently, they don't know they what the fuck those are um they i don't know what they don't I have no clue nah when, they, when to grab them so like that's what i'm saying like and you know you see all the shit on Every time any of this happens, you see the wild comments on there, and it's like, save the life. Like, what Like what are you supposed to do? Like, it's a quick decision. Like, And it's like, bro, why do y'all never, like, ask why the cops never, like, de-escalate these situations? So, with that... Why is that never your first... Why y'all never consistent? Why does staying your ground don't matter, in, like, for black people? When it's... Like, sta- yeah, like, like, when it depends on whose ground they're standing and stuff, right? Right, right. So, it's, I- it's like, what... She was worst off for calling the cops. You know what I mean? Which is horrible to think, right? Yeah, that and it's like if something's going down, why would I call the cops? You know what I'm saying? Like, because they don't, they're not going to actually prevent anything. Especially after the fact, you were the one that spot on. You said like white people think they're next in command to cops. So think of a white kid that's Mm -hmm. outnumbered and and he calls the cops, and then the cop shows up and he shoots at people. They would let him rip. They'd be like, "Oh, hey, chill, chill." They would, they would. 
fully intake the the like circumstance of that. They'd be like Kyle Wittenhouse. They'd be like, oh, the white dude called us, and so he's the one in trouble. He's standing his ground, or he's protecting himself. Kyle Wittenhouse, like, you know bro. Saying? That's that a Rittenhouse, whatever exactly his name is. How they would, yeah, that'd be exactly how they would internalize that. They should have killed Rittenhouse. Yeah, that, that's me. Or I should, okay, that's a little hot. I don't think I should have said that. but No, and the, yeah, you shouldn't say that. I'm... I'm not advocating that they just... No, I'm saying based on their records, based on their shit. What I'm saying is they need to be like... Your whole point is supposed to be protect people. You should be not... Like, our our key should be not killing anybody. And so, like, people say this, like, when black people bring this stuff up, you you hear white people be like, well, the cops shoot white people too. And it's like, yeah, and why aren't you mad about that too, bro? Like, what do you mean? Like, we're, the whole point is you shouldn't be out here just, like, mur- like we're the only n- nation where we just be murdering people and people don't really care about it. Like, that's not a thing in other countries. They all have police. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could get into, like, defunding and abolishing, but it's something unique about our, like, the police are shitty probably everywhere in some sort of way, right? But, like, we're the only place where, like, the police kill people all the time and people just uh, just shrug their fucking shoulders at it. Like, that doesn't happen in Australia. That doesn't happen in, like, the UK. It does, And if it, if it does, it's on a crazy lower scale than what we do over here. And, like, there's a fucking reason for that. You know what I Like, mean? cops should not be killing people. That's it. That's, like, it's crazy to say, but... It should... And it's, like, I, I'm not saying that it would never happen, but it's, like, it should be way more, like, rare occurrence of, like very clean cut of like why that happened you know what i'm saying like they were busting back at the cops like indirect murder that's what i'm saying there should be like you someone could die in the cops hands but i don't think the cops should be the source of the death right yeah it shouldn't be well it shouldn't be these this many often cases of people dying when they don't even have fucking weapons and we didn't even talk about the kid in chicago who was running from the cops and then they just pulled up and just like unloaded on the 13 year old bro like this is this is madness. I know. Like, and what's so what's you can't be like that's what I'm saying is like if you live in a in the in the opposition and just think like well we have to hear it out the side it's like all right well you're racist oh. and you're and you're dead to me because it's like yeah I'm not really I'm not entertaining I'm not what like what what yeah what side do you need to hear bro and like uh, don't let the media like fuck you with the don't let the media but so with that bro and sadly you know. That you know that makes you not know how to interact or you know handle when you witness something. So uh, Friday night, man, or Thursday night after the pod, I was hit, telling you on the side about it. Um, after my football pod, uh, I I'm at my apartment and this kid, uh, he's a black kid. He had his shirt off and like boxing gloves on, and he was like trying to get the front door open of like the lice of the uh, leasing center. With the boxing gloves? Yeah. Sure that was hard. And I was like, what? Uh, so I just like laughed it off. I was like, alright, I'm smacked. I'm, whatever, this is funny. And then I hear a car horn going off like repetitively, like someone's honking it. So I got fed up, and I was like, yo, hey, the horn works. Like, stop. You know? And they wouldn't let it out. And then I'm looking, and there's these little, these little clusters of people here, cluster of people there. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? You know, it's becoming like a bigger thing. And they, uh, this, the same kid is like yelling at somebody from a window. And he's like, yo, I need my fucking car, blah, blah. So from what I gathered is the keys somebody else had, but the window was down. And the kid kept reaching in and honking the horn, right? So people were coming out being like, yo, stop honking, blah, blah eventually the cops show up and i was like all right well fuck like you know this is probably not good for homeboy like you know 
he's causing a scene, so somebody probably called the cops. And then a second cop called, pulls up. And then a third. And I was like, all right, nah. Three cops for this one little kid, I'm out. So I go down there, and I'm standing around. And I'm making sure that, you know, something, like, you know, it's all chill. Because there is, this is excessive. They don't need three kids to find out why this kid's honking a horn, right? Three cops. Yeah. Three cops to find out. So then I go down, and then the top flight security guard, you know, all vest up and gunned and shit. I was like, yo, hey, what's going on? I'm just a concerned citizen. And, uh... The, co- the the security guard white guy was like, uh, you can ask when they're done investigating. I was like, what are they investigating, though? Like, wh- why is there an investigation going on? And uh, he's like, something about the car not adding up with the paperwork and stuff. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just chill just to make sure everything's cool. And, and then the guy was like, what do you mean everything's cool? I was like, I, just in case everything's cool, bro. Like, you can't tell me shit, so I'm not going to tell you shit. And then I just, <laughs> so I just stood there. And then the kid with the the kid. Did you did you start recording? Ah, uh, smart. Yeah, you're. Uh, shit, uh, you're right. I didn't do that. But I stood around. And then, <laughs> and then the and then the kid with the shirt off. He gets in handcuffs. And I was like, all right. And there's like three cops. And then there's another black kid with like dreads. And he's like he's like flailing his arms and like arguing with the cop. And I was like. I just yelled to him. I was like, bro, I'm right here, but just be cool, you know? Just, like, whatever they're talking about. Just letting them know that, like, he's got a witness. He's got somebody there. And the cops kind of looked at me, and I was like, yeah, yeah like, I'm I'm not going nowhere. Like, I'm I'm here, right? And uh, I'm going to use this white privilege of mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm fucking, uh, I'm waiting around. And then I was like, I was like, bro, just, you know, I was like, just do what they got to say, bro. But like, you know, figure it out. Like, just, I was telling him just to go with the motions, you know, not like fucking give in. But I just, you know, I don't want them to, him think that they're resisting, you know, because that's where it pops off. Um, yeah, I know. But you probably shouldn't have like, because it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, he shouldn't have to do anything. You know what I mean? It shouldn't, you know what I mean? That shouldn't be the case. Well, he was already in the cuffs, though. That's what I'm saying. So I know, I know. I'm just saying, like, he shouldn't have to, like, no matter what he's talking, if he's angry about whatever the fuck's going on, like, that shouldn't, there ain't no cause to be like, oh, bro, it's murder time. You know no, no, I, mean? I know it's not. But I'm saying is, like, I just can't have that in my heart. So I was, like, making sure that it was definitely not murder time, you know? And then, uh, mm-hmm. but then I was like, you know what? You know, he, they cuffed him up and put him in the car. And it was, you know, they, actually, they didn't rough him up. They did it properly. And I was like, you know what? This is what we asked. You know, I'm not trying to say that, like, Black people should be impervious of any crime or anything like that, but they should be handled properly by police. And, you know, they came, they ran the, the papers on the car, didn't add up, you know, that it, it was like a stolen car. I don't know what it was, but, you know, they, they treated them right. And, you know, it, it, it wasn't excessive force or anything like that. So all I'm saying is like, um, I think that's like some, you know, that's, I I'm more in tune with that. Like I just think everybody, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna commit a crime, good or bad, or commit a crime, and like you own up to it, at least the crime and the punishment should match up. That's what I'm getting at. Right. Is these people are getting killed for things like that's the part that is the mistake. Like if if you know we can go down the list of these minor offenses these people had, it's like yeah they should get that cleaned up, but they shouldn't die for it. So if this kid right. has this a sto- obvious, right. right, so if this kid has a stolen car and he's you know. He's a little. He slipped up by making it hot by you know by causing a scene in the parking lot and stuff. You know, hey, you gotta you do the crime, you do the time. I'm cool with that, you know. But I just wanted to make sure that that kid wasn't roughed up and nothing like that. And 
I would keep it real, man. These fucking cops be feeling themselves. Like, dude, they take up the whole exit. No cars could get in and out. I'm like... Yeah, I don't know why you need that many cops for that, but I... I yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, this is just a way to transition, and uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a full night, so then I got smacked, and I was like, weed's legal, baby. <laughs> ah, nice. But, yeah, I'm, yeah I don't, I'm all over I'm all over the place with the whole thing. Like, obviously, you know, I think somebody said it, too. It's like a lot of people who are, like, prison abolitionists, were like they were conflicted because it's like they want Derek Chauvin to do time, but at the same time, you know they don't want prisons, <laughs> <laughs> right? You know what I mean, and so, so it's like you're at odds. But it's like really what you want is like I'm not I'm not all the way on like getting rid of prisons in general because I think there's just too much in our society that's messed up. Like people are gonna do like fucked up shit, and like we have to do something with those people. So it's like hard for me to wrap my full like. But I get the merits of what they're talking about because our prison system is so like broken. It's supposed to be about like reformation, but it's not at all. It's mostly about like, punishment. You know what I'm saying, I mean, it's like barely. It's mostly it's it's even less about punishment and more about exploiting people again. That's all it is. It's like that. You know, if you watch Thirteenth, it's pretty much just like putting regular people back into like slavery in a way. You know what I mean? Right. That's, it's a relic. Yeah. The, yeah, and using it for money. Like if that's. It has nothing to do with like reforming for reforming people and bettering society and bettering people who fell who fell through the cracks in society for like for most of the time for literally plausible reasons. Damn, bro, think of this. And so, uh, my bad. Slavery is retail, and 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 prison is wholesale. Whoa. Uh, I yeah, you lost me. <laughs> because think of dude. Wow, I just that was deep as fuck because. Um, with slavery they sold uh slaves individually right like a retail store mm-hmm. but like you just said with prisons they have large amounts of black people incarcerated in masses and they and they mm-hmm. sell the uh prisons for profit just like oh yeah so you yeah, buy yeah, a yeah. t-shirt okay, and bo- dude so it's just like uh, it's an evolution yeah, it's the same shit it's yeah the same sh- and it obviously it's not only black people but it's like again that's why it's like these things are black issue but it's everybody you know what i'm saying poverty isn't just a black issue is white people too like you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. like people white people in these trailer parks and shit like that or who are poor like they get their ass beat by the cops too they're getting thrown in prison for like being in situations that like they're surrounding like poverty has caused them to do like you know what i'm saying they've had to like sell drugs because they need to make ends meet like this is everybody and then they get sold into a system that you know what I'm saying? At once you're in that bitch, it's just recidivism. Like you get out, and the restrictions are so fucking hard, and like you're so you, you're out on a limb so much, you can't actually get a job because people don't hire felons. Right. You end up right back in that bitch. So it's like, you know, what I'm saying it's not a problem just for black people. It's a problem for fucking everybody. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It, so I, like the whole thing, just you know, it, I had mixed feelings. Obviously, I was I was I wouldn't say happy. Like I was just like okay, I was like okay, that's what's supposed to happen. Once the verdict came down, and then I was just kind of sad that this is where this is still where we're at, and then I was mad that you know this is still where we're at, and like some people are kind of celebrating a little too much. If, if I'm not mad, it's like yo, if you felt like happiness in that mode, that is what it is. But I think you just need to realize that like, bro, like we got so much shit to go. It's like I don't even want to say it's a step forward. Like can't really be a step forward when somebody died, bro. Like you know what I mean? So I mean I don't know. I hope things change. I guess now. Maybe cops are like, we can't be blatantly murdering people on camera, just sitting on people's neck for nine minutes and get away with it. 
And I think that might be the thing that, you know, cattle, the more and more that we, there's people go to jail for like murdering people, the less, like maybe they start, they start thinking about it more, but I don't know. Maybe they don't. Maybe, you know, people going to jail doesn't change people's minds. I don't, I don't really know. And if that's, I don't know how much this shit is just ingrained because people, you know, see black people as, as less human. And I don't know how much of it is ingrained from like the way cops are like trained, like they're in a fucking war zone when they're like not. So who knows, but I, I hope things get better. You know what I mean? But um, that's all I got to say on it. I don't know if you want to do another uh, topic just so we don't end on that note or just go to songs of the week. We haven't done two for two for a while. I forgot about that. We got to get that back in the mix. We, gotta, uh, we don't have one. So. I know. I know. Oh, you were going to. I could slight things. I was going to say something about it of uh, the Twitter story I was telling you. Oh, about yeah, where, yeah. Uh, so if you on Twitter, I think somebody tweeted like the number one rule of Twitter, unlike any other like social media, cause I think people are just, they're nicer in different ways and they're meaner in different ways than like Instagram and Facebook. Um, but on Twitter, people are meaner and you know, so like the number one rule is don't post anybody you love on Twitter and start getting into arguments with people. Cause everybody is unloading on any, I've seen people talk shit about people's granddad grandmas on twitter bro and while i remember one dude was just like they were like they're excited for the nba coming back and so it was like yo I'm, i can't get excited my grandma died and it was like yo fuck your grandma lebron back and it's like bro what <laughs> and you know, I, hey you know, hey not funny time out but it'd be like yo tangent tangent i will say in defense to those people making those wild statements I will not understand ever why people post the fact that their mother or father or somebody oh, yeah, like, well, just yeah, died like, and they tweet 10 know. minutes ago and, and they're like, yeah. my mom just died. I'm lost. Help Twitter. It's like, this is the first thing yeah. you're doing when your mom dies. Like, come on. Right. Like, why are you responding to somebody talking about the NBA with your grandma? Yeah, dude. Like, so it's bro, like that. Nah, you put that. Yes. You threw the alley-oop, bro. Um, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm. What I'm saying, so yeah, there's a guy on Twitter, he's he's getting in an argument with a girl on Twitter about, like, it was, like, some stupid post about, like, some dudes being, like, girls only, girls are gold diggers, they only want you for your assets, and they're, like, oh, the assets be, like, oh, a fucking 2011 Nissan Maxima. A PS3. Like, oh, yeah, like, old shoes and shit. So it's, like, it's basically, like, people say they're gold diggers. People who be calling girls gold diggers happen to, you know, lack gold, you know what I'm saying? And... <laughs> So the person said that, and then some dude was like, girls out here acting like, you know what I'm saying, they'd rather have degrees than get married. And then the person who he, because he, like, quote tweeted that, and the girl who po- did the post was like, bro, what did you, ta-? like, of course, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, so, you can't so, get both? Yeah, like, one, you can't get both, and two, also, like, a degree is obviously, like, because marriage is a completely different thing. Like, you should, uh, like, one should be way more worth to, like you shouldn't probably derive worth from getting married. That don't make sense. And so they go into a back and forth, and he and she at one point said, "It's always the ugly ones that be talking like this." True. You know what I'm saying, and he he comes back and says, "If I post my girl, uh, I'm a, I would end your whole world." And she's like, "Nah, I don't think you will." And also, please stop talking to me. <laughs> and so he still decides to post his girl. Which is again a mistake. His girl is just chilling, minding her own damn business, and he brings her into a Twitter argument to flex for some reason. 
and he posts his girl, his girl supposedly, and then everybody comes and they just start smoking his girl. They calling her uh, fucking Trevor Lawrence and Ryan Gosling and shit. And it's like, bro, now she's catching strays because you wanted to be an idiot in an argument. And then you know, you know, I feel like Twitter is like super. Like, Isn't it funny like, how the like a very handsome man could be a very ugly girl? Like Ryan Gosling yeah, is yeah. a good looking dude, but it's like, ugh, miss me with that female shit though. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't want a girl to look like Ryan Gosling. Like, nah, you want a chick that look like Brad Pitt, like which is like some people might. I'm not here to shame anybody. No, but, but they're like telling y'all what Yeah. It just art with that yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so it's like that like don't don't do that, bro. Like it, it just uh, it's I've seen it go bad every time. It's like even when people are just talking shit and you just have your girl and like the in the thing, like they'll just come after you or your or your boyfriend, like they'll come after them because they're just uh, people do not care on Twitter. And then I guess you know Twitter's detective, so they did like background. I guess they hit her up on Instagram, and the girl said like they not even together. The dude like they were friends, but the dude didn't want to like admit that they you know what i'm saying they weren't gonna work as like a relationship so it's like they found out this dude one wasn't actually with this girl and then also he got her like taking shots he put he pretty much used her as a meat shield on twitter and it just did not work out so yeah don't that's just the rule if you on twitter don't post anything of people you love because they fair game on there bro <laughs> it's terrible yeah i mean 10 out of 10 times when girls post their boyfriend and they're like isn't he so cute i'm like no He's not, he's not, he's actually... And but, and, but on Twitter, you just say that to you in your head. Right, I don't post but that. on Twitter, yeah. they'll, let, they'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just like, oh, yeah, no, it's not worth it, bro. So don't do it, especially if you getting, you speaking, you on the internet talking greasy to people, because then they, that, what reason would they have to be nice to you? It's like, you out here saying wild shit, I'm definitely going to unload the clip on you and everybody you love, like, you know what I'm saying? All this fan love and war, that's what they be like. So yeah, I, that's just, that's my advice for the week, bro, don't. Just don't do it. You know what I mean? I'm with that. Protect the loved ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I think we've arrived to our favorite time of the week. Songs of the week, bro. What you got this week? So this artist, man, I don't, <laughs> you know, it's something about, it's like you, you support, I don't know, the, you can, can you listen to somebody without supporting them, right? Can you like a song <laughs> without supporting I them? I mean, yes, I guess, sort of. This guy is a murderer, man. YN Oh. YNW Melly. Oh, okay. The dude and they thought he cuz he murdered his homeboy, right? He has a good song called Butter Pecan and I like it. Mm-hmm. So, we're going with song of the week, Butter Pecan because yo, know, you know what I'm saying? Uh romantically, bro, it take it makes me think of you cuz he says 50,000 bands and me, oh wait, 50,000 advance in my account running up the bands with my mans right now. Uh. So shit's like, yeah. So shouts to that. Okay, all right. I'm yeah. I'm not a not big on the young young M W. I don't know how to say this. Y N W is the family. Y N W. Who knows? No clue. Got not, no damn clue. Um, but yeah, my my songs of the week. Uh, I feel like I had a weird week, so I wasn't like I tapped into some albums. We got some new albums from Moneybag Yo, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Young Thug dropped the deluxe version of um, of uh, Slime Language too, so you know I tapped in on that. So there's some good shit. Lil Yachty had a had a whole like Michigan like style mixtape, so that's cool. Um, uh, my song that bang, I'm gonna go with um, 
I'm going to go. Uh, I feel like I did Moneybag Yo last week, so I don't want to do him again. But I would say check out his album. I feel like it was pretty good. Uh, Moneybag Joe. That, hey. Also, Corday dropped the tape, which is funny. Only because he had a line in his tape where he was like, y'all, he was like, my girl's a tennis star. Y'all date hoes. And it was like, that's the best thing you could have said about dating Naomi Osaka, bro. Like, you could have came with some fire. <laughs> that she's not a hoe. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Like, what? Like, all right, man. But um, he got a song with Young Thug called What's Up that I actually fuck with from that little EP that he dropped. So I would say, I would say check that one out. Uh, my song, That Bops. I'm going to go with, um, hold on, I just had that. Oh, yeah, Sonder featuring Georgia Smith, Nobody But You. Real good, shit is smooth. Um, you know, I'm hit and miss on Georgia Smith because she, her and SZA do the same thing where they kind of, they be singing and sometimes you don't know what they're saying. They like mumble singers. Nobody talks about it, but SZA, SZA is 100% a mumble singer. I don't know what she be saying. Her name is a mumble, SZA. <laughs> Like what's the, you 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 listen to Good Day before Good Days? Good days in my mind make me feeling yeah 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 but it's like in the middle of that I'm like I don't know what the fuck Sizzle be saying sometimes bro so yeah uh yeah I would say check that one out and then my song that slaps I'm gonna go with um yeah I'm gonna just go with Company by 24K Golden and Future. Um, I'm not, I, I never, 24K Golden, one of them, like, young dudes I wasn't really listening to, and I think I just threw on his album just cause, and the first couple songs, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually pretty, this ain't that bad, you know, the back half of his album was more, like, rock shit that I wasn't really on, um, but, like, the song with Future Company is pretty, actually pretty good, so, I would say check that shit out, um, but yeah, those are my songs of the week, um, I didn't really get into the little Yachty shit, I like, I like Michigan rappers, so there's some Side Up Baby on there, like YNJ, I know you. I, have you? You don't be on TikTok, but I feel like YNJ is big on TikTok. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. YNJ, nah. He be the one be like, I'm the coochie man. Come back down, and do my coochie dance. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably. Have you heard that one? Or he, he's like, well, I could take you there. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. all right. That's it. He's like, yeah. Oh, 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 that's what you. Oh, yeah, okay. Take, yeah. Oh, that's all you gotta say. Yeah, that's Y and J. Oh, that Mi- one. Michigan yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. That, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it, I feel you. Okay, yeah. He's like, it's definitely weird and unorthodox, and like lends itself to like if you be you making a, like a stupid video. But I feel like he can actually rap a little bit. So, um, yeah, he on that tape. So I I checked it out a little bit, but I ain't diving deep. So I'm gonna get into that and give y'all more of a review next week and with the money bag yo too. Um, but yeah. Well, those, those are my songs of the week. Well, shouts to that, bro. Shouts to you for putting up with me week in, week out. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's got to do it. Shouts to the brands that be mingling and mixing with us. Sunday Scaries, bro. They always the plug. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to them. You know, they, they ease their, their uh, anxiety by plugging us with their oils, their gummies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they just got verified on uh, Instagram. So they big, big balling. You know what I'm saying? Just hey. riding their coattails. And they got beef with the Sunday Scaries candle. So, like, you know, I was helping them throw the some. Sunday Scaries candle? Yeah. And, like, they, they, like, were mad. They get mad at Sunday Scaries for the name. And I'm like, yo, come on. Shut up. So uh, I, <laughs> I throw jabs at them every now and then, lightly. But, um, yeah, no, nah, shouts to Crumble Cookie, bro. Just, you know, mixing with us. You know, the slight. Um, taste of uh i guess of a promotion and a collab you know maybe something in the, in the future of a commercial on their production you know and uh something like that and then 
you know, like I said, uh, Daniel Phillip Watchman, they're cool. They always be liking our shit. Um, you know, ice your wrist up, buck it up, promo code, get yourself 25, 25 and 30% off. Um, I will say Instagram, bro, let them know where they can find us because we've been behind on reels, but now I got the iPhones. I've been pumping out the reels, which yeah, you still got to give me access to this goddamn Instagram. <laughs> and I have access now. So I'm going to message you right after okay, the pod. Right. And then also, <laughs> also, um, yeah, yeah. Our reels, the one of the reels I posted hit 2000, like off rip. So like I got to hey. get cooking on that. But yeah, it's high for the buckets that's new to the program. Where can they find us? Yeah, man. Uh, like you said, you know, if you want to hit us up on any of social media, you can do that. I'll get to that in a second. But I'm not sure if you're listening to us on right now. Um, usually, it's SoundCloud where it is our main squeeze, but we're all over the place, bro. You can you can get us on Spotify. You know, make sure you follow our Spotify page if you want the updates of when shows are drop so you don't miss it. I think it might load into like your your like weekly podcast. I, I don't really know. I'm not big. I'm not big on the Spotify pods myself, but I I am big on Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure you follow us, you know, subscribe to us over there. If you haven't left a review yet, leave a review, five stars, say something nice if you can. Um, we love to, you know, get that and hear from you guys. And then also, you know, we're on Stitcher Radio. We're on uh, Google Play. Pretty much anywhere you can, you know, find podcasts. And then also, we're on YouTube. As you can see me talking, you can see our lovely faces. We on here. We got, you know, six or seven videos up. You can go back and listen to those. Um, shouts to you if you wanted to see us talk about this shit and, you know, see our faces or whatnot. Make me have to put on, you know, a non, you know, fucking spit up shirt for this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shouts to that. And if you want to interact with us on social media, make sure you hit us up either on Facebook. We're just, you know, the, you know, we're just the Bucket Up Podcast. On Instagram, we're, you know, at the Bucket Hat Boys. And then on Twitter, we're at Bucket Up Podcast. Um, you know, and if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, the homie Jesse is at JB Speaks, and I am at Tylante, aka um, uh, Meaty Pablo, right now. Um, Shouts to the Instagram though. I, you know, we, he said we got a reel that got two thousand uh, views on it right now. I saw the other one that was like the driver's license one, where you know it was like, oh wait, two weeks. <laughs> that was, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we got some funny shit. Uh, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll get more into the mix with that. Jesse's been cooking it up. I, whenever I get the login back, I will start cooking up too, but, uh, <laughs> it's a long await. Uh, yeah. Make sure you hit us up on there. Um, but yeah. Awesome, man. Um, but yeah, so for the bucket hat boys, man, volume 163 in the literature, in the bookingtons, in the library, in the archives, you know what I'm saying? And we about to be in the lab. So for the Bucket Hat Boys, for the Bucket Up Podcast, we out. Cheer, cheer. Also, shouts to Daniel Kaluuya for winning an Oscar. You. Oh. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> Ready? I don't write rhymes, nigga. I write checks. Might rewrite your life if the price set. Might check one, two, one, two. It's the nigga Denzel coming out of the zoo. Carry city, what I breed. Dissect the flow so you can see what I bleed. Put it all together and it forms the one thing. Captain Planet, I'm on my 
Packing cannons to crack Atlantis is so incredible Looking at your face is so regrettable Better fix your mother, gotta rush you to the medical Doctor Bugging out like Flick versus Hopper Untouchable to any window shopper Mannequin Flow scorched the back just like it's Anakin Smoking cannabis but ain't no journals that I'm handling Like, who brings a composition to the competition? There's gonna be some consequences when I... Now let me turn it to the judge and throw the book out This skewing on a Barbie like a motherfucking cookout This rhyme is dedicated to every MC I took out And ones that got the best in me so all y'all niggas look hey, out yo, I chef mad flavors Bitches up the energy, it's like a lifesaver Shave it off the top, it's sorta like a lightsaber She's greater, he's greater When they mention I, definition of the fly And that's why I don't write rhymes, nigga, I write checks Might rewrite your life if the price set Mic check, one, two, one, two It's the nigga Denzel coming out of the zoo Carry city what I breed Dissect the flow so you can see what I bleed Put it all together and it forms to one thing Captain Planet, I'm on my Packing cannons to crack Atlantis, it's so incredible hey, I got this theory that all country niggas is related, you feel Shit, we got courage in my family, nigga, we might be cousins Back of your line, nigga, I'm cut neck Five in the morning, like damn boy, you ain't up yet. No fatigue, no crease. She got a little John at the crib. We get it lifted like elevators in Brixton. Let me paint a quick picture. It's high ski. I let me.